Welcome to the Lifehouse Church Podcast. More information about Lifehouse and our senior pastors, Richard and Helen Kabakian, can be found at lifehouse.com.au. We hope you enjoy the following message. Proverbs 13 verse 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but it says, But a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. Did you know that God wants to fulfill dreams tonight, today and tonight? We're back here, by the way, at 5.30. Come back again. See, dreams are crazy, but without them, we die. And, 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 and this year, at this Christmas service, I've got a great question to ask you. What's your dream? What's your dream? And we may be thinking, but I have got a dream, but it's, you know, it seems impossible. Great news, because dreams aren't supposed to make complete sense to you. They're not supposed to make sense. Do you think when the angel said to Joseph, hey, listen, the child that your wife is carrying is of the Holy Spirit, do you think that made sense to him? Your dreams aren't supposed to make sense. And how do we know that? Well, just have a look at your sleeping dreams. Do they make sense to you? Like, seriously, do any of those dreams make sense? Do you know, in psychology, sleeping dreams often do have a common interpretation, though. Did you know that? Can I just help you a little bit? Because some of you are having recurring dreams. Let me just give you some of the common interpretations of some of the dreams that you're having. Does anyone ever have the dream? You don't, don't, need, don't need to show your hands necessarily, but then again, why not? Um, does, anyone, does anyone ever have the dream when you're walking down the street and planes are crashing around you? Yeah, there's a few people nodding. Do you know what that means? That means that at, the, at that present time, your life feels like it's out of control. Yeah, there you go. Some of you, oh, wow, that just changed someone's life. You're glad you came to the Lifehouse service today, aren't you? Anyone have the flying dream? You know, you know when you're just walking down the street and all of a sudden you can start to fly? Anyone have that dream? Aren't they cool? I seem to crash into buildings all the time. But anyway, besides that, that means that you're feeling like you're achieving something great at that time. What about the running, but you don't seem to be getting anywhere? Does anyone, yeah, there's a lot of people with that one. that one. That one usually means that you feel like you're not making progress in a different area of your life. Uh, what about the punching, but you don't feel like you're actually hurting them as you punch them? You're like, you're trying to throw a punch, but it just sort of lands like that. Have you ever had that one? Yeah, that one, that one means that you, you're feeling like you're having no impact in, in an area of your life. What about feeling like you cannot lift a, a silver cup? Anyone ever have that? Tonight, that if you if you have that, that means you're a Carlton supporter. <laughs> Let's be honest. Dreams are crazy, aren't they? Our sleeping dreams are crazy. Well, I want to suggest to you that your waking dreams should be just as crazy but in a healthy sense. See, some of us are looking to just get some things done in life, but God says, no, I need a dream. I need you to dream. And don't feel like you're being crazy because the whole Christmas story is a little bit crazy. See, God loves to fulfill impossible dreams. He loves to do that. And that shouldn't surprise us because some of you would know that you you can't even be a Christian. Hear me out here. You can't even be a Christian without believing in the impossible. To be a Christian means you believe in the virgin birth, that a woman that has never been with a man had a child placed inside of her. Wow, that's pretty out there, but it doesn't end there. Then you've got to believe that this baby grows up, lives a perfect life, 
gets crucified. That's not impossible to believe that someone was, in, was crucified, but dies and then three days later rises and now there is an empty tomb. From the birth to the resurrection, Christians are expected to believe in the impossible. And we're also believing that He's coming back for us again. Wow, just another layer of impossibility. If God expects us to believe those three things in order for us to even be, to, to be Christians, why wouldn't He expect you to have a big dream in between all of that? Because God says, if I can do that and I can do that, then I can do that. Come on, give Him a huge round of applause if you agree. Be open to the supernatural in 2020. Come on, this year is coming to a close. Don't waste a week, but come on, let's set ourselves up for 2020. Believe, be open to the supernatural. Do you know, the, the people who came to Jesus and saw Him in the manger were the people who were open to the supernatural. The Bible says that shepherds saw angels, but you know, they could have easily thought, what are those creatures over there? Bro, too much hashish for you. No, they were open. They were open to the supernatural and therefore they found their way to the manger. Do you know, the, the wise men were open to the supernatural, uh, supernatural and they were led by a star. Open to the supernatural. Come on, we need to be led by the supernatural and then watch God start to fulfil dreams in your life and in my life. Come on, we need to allow God to do this in our life. Dreams, listen, listen to my whole point here. Dreams kept Jesus alive. And dreams are going to keep you alive. Keep dreaming, friends. Keep dreaming. Here's a quote for you. Dreams are not what you see when you sleep. It is the thing that will not let you sleep. That's what a dream is. When you close your eyes and your heart starts to beat. You know, as I'm standing there on the front row and we're singing that beautiful worship song, I, I couldn't help but think, we are pastoring the church of our dreams. But you've got to understand, this church started with 17 people in a lounge room. But I'm gonna be honest with you. When people say to me, wow, you must be blown away by what you see. I've gotta be honest with them and say, can I be really honest with you? I saw this in a dream a long, long, long time ago. A long, long, long time ago. But the honest truth is, when we started this church, we thought, come on, let's build a church that's full of life and it's, and it's a house, it's a family. Let's, let's call it Life House and, and let's, let's build something great. And we said, how, how, what can we believe God for? And we said, come on, let's, be, let's, let's just get it out there. Let's, let's trust God big time. Come on, I believe we can have 200 people in our church. And we were dreaming big. But you know, at that time, that would, have, that would have been the biggest church we've ever been a part of. Well, you know, within 18 months, <laughs> that dream was fulfilled. But you know what we could have easily done is, is gone, well, this is the dream, 200 people, this, this was the dream. But God said, no, dream bigger because there's more people that need to be a part of this thing. Dream bigger, have a bigger heart. God's got more for you. And so we had to expand the dream. We had to lift up our eyes and then we had to keep dreaming. And then we were just happy with a couple of churches here in Melbourne and God said, keep dreaming. We thought, I wonder if we could go overseas and have a campus overseas. Well, right now, Lifehouse has got a campus overseas in Poland. And then we're thinking, what if we could have 10 churches in 10 years and our brain is being blown but I've got a funny feeling that when that, when that happens God's going to say dream bigger because God's got big things for you and for me and for the whole lot of us and God's doing great things and wants to continue to do great things come on we need to dream bigger friends in 2020 here's the question what's your dream oh 
I think I'm too old for dreams. Well, there's a, there's a retail outlet, food outlet that m- many of us frequent, probably too much. It's called McDonald's. And did you know that, that that place is a worldwide phenomenon because a 52-year-old man decided to start dreaming. And there was just one little outlet and he thought, you know, I think I could take this around the world. A 52 years old, Ray Kroc, started dreaming. And now we, we attend his dream now. And some of you are like, hmm, but I'm older than 52. So it's definitely over for me. Oh, there was another guy called Colonel Sanders. Funny about that, they're all retail food outlets. But anyway, do you know, at 67, he started dreaming. At 67. And he thought, I think my chicken is so... I'm glad you said it, not me. Because I'm vegan, remember? <laughs> not true, not true. But not that, it's, not that there's anything wrong with that. But he thought his chicken was so finger-licking good that it needed to be all like... Do you know, by the time he was 80 years old, he had 11,000 outlets around the world. 67. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit older than that still. Well, Moses was 80. How old do I have to get before you start believing me that God's got a dream for you? And it's not too late for you to start living your dream, start fulfilling your dream. God's got plenty for you. It's all coming your way. Come on, start dreaming. Start dreaming. Oh, but I tried once and I failed. I failed. I started living my dream and I failed. Well, you know what? When we wanted to plant this church, I thought I'd better go get some education and and I already had done some Bible college, but I thought, let's go get some more. And so I went to the Bible College of Victoria and I went down there and, and uh, you know what? I did so well in every area of my degree, in every subject. Honestly, I, I smashed that thing, but I failed one subject, one subject and failed it miserably, church planting. I didn't give a rip about any of those other subjects. The only subject I was there for was church planting and it's the only one I failed. Do you know what I thought? Well, bad luck. That's what a piece of paper says. It's not what God says about me. And so I'm going to have a go anyway. And you know what? I wonder what God could do with someone who's even failed church planting. Do you want to hear a really funny story? 10 years later, Lifehouse Church has expanded. It's growing. And I get a letter from that same Bible college. We want to make you the alumni of the year. (laughs) Alumni of the year. 10 years later. So I accepted. <laughs> Got up on that stage. <laughs> now it's my turn. Let me tell you who failed that day. No, I didn't say that at all. I didn't say that at all. Didn't say that at all. True story. I was alumni of the year 10 years later. Hey, listen, I wonder what's going to be said about you in 10 years' time if you will step into your dream today. Come on, somebody. Step into your dream. Jesus was kept alive. He was kept alive because someone had a dream. And let me close with this. Why is it important that we have a dream? Because there is a God in heaven who has a dream. And His dream is very, very simple. He wants to have a relationship with you. That was His whole dream. Jesus came to earth, not to give us a whole lot of rules and laws, friends. That's, that's not why He came. He came to have a relationship with you. That's his dream. That's his dream. And you know, as God begins to fulfill your dreams, can you fulfill his today by saying, Jesus, I want to fulfill your dream today. I want to build a relationship with you. I want you to come into my life. Some of us don't quite know why Jesus has come. 
He actually tells us in John chapter 10, verse 10, He tells us very clearly why He has come. He actually tells us His purpose. Let's have a read of it. John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus says, the thief comes to steal. You guys can't see it, it's there. The thief comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. But my purpose, He says, is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Hi, I'm Richard Kabakian, pastor of Lifehouse Church. Just wanted to say thank you for listening to this message and I hope and pray that you feel that it's added value to your life. My greatest desire is to see people develop a personal relationship with Jesus, which can begin by praying a very simple prayer. I'm going to pray that prayer right now and if you'd like to begin that relationship, you can just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I need you in my life. I choose you as my only hope of being forgiven. Please come into my life and let me begin a relationship with you that will last for all eternity. If you've prayed that prayer, we would love to know about it and celebrate your fantastic decision. You can do that by sending an email to mydecision at lifehouse.com.au. We look forward to hearing from you.